Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bloomscast. My name is Seth, a.k.a. Phantasma Blooms, and I'm coming to you pre-recorded from the Observatorium. As always, I thank you for tuning in today. Alright, so before I get started in here, first off, I want to give myself a little clappity-clappity-clap because I'm actually recording this on Thursday. It is about 8.35 right now. And I know I said I wanted to do this as a live podcast because I wanted to talk to y'all about, you know, what dating experiences have you guys had across the past year? You know, I gave y'all a podcast way back when, episode three, it was called Weebs in Love. You know, I wanted to talk about things that I've learned going into a relationship, things that, you know, I wish I kind of knew. I I really should have written down every single thing I said, but to break down a hour-long podcast in like 60 seconds, sorry past me, you had some great points, but to break down what he said in short amount of time, I talked about, you know, how you should be in a relationship how you should be open to change and, you know, be accepting of yourself and your partner because the things that you find out about each other every day, really, you kind of got to learn how to roll with the punches if you're truly in love with this person. And, you know, knowing if it's or knowing that if it's not working out, you can walk away. That was kind of the big takeaway from that. And I also talked about, you know, prior to being in a relationship, the things you should do, like, you know, are you taking pride in yourself? Are you, you know, ready for a relationship? Like, what do you want out of a relationship? And then, you know, what's, like, are you ready? If you're not ready now, are you giving yourself the room to grow? And, you know, genuinely speaking, and this is incredibly embarrassing to admit, but this is like my third take of trying to do this episode because I have been trying to like interject all these different things and like my brain was just going across five different areas and I was talking about, you know, Ned Try Guy being an asshole and how there's so much toxic masculinity shit out there that always seems to creep up around this time of year where it's just like, you know, if you're in a relationship, you need to tell the woman that she's your object. She does not control you. You control her. (laughs) You know, all that to say, like, all these terrible things are out there, and I wanted to be like, oh, well, you know, these are the things I learned across the past year and so on and so forth, and I liked all that. I liked the start of it all. But I was really denying myself something that I really need to say from the very beginning of this podcast. This is going to be a full-on juju love podcast. I cannot, you know, contain my feelings for this woman any better than, you know, a lovesick puppy. I, I truly adore this woman. I've learned so much about being in love and growing together, and being weak, you know, like, that's the thing, and also, I apologize if you hear the rain, it's storming like a motherfucker, but, (laughs) um, I've learned so much about how to be a better person, and how to be a better boyfriend, and be a better future fiance, and, you know, everything else from this woman, I, I really sit here, And I think back to, you know, how giddy I was when I was recording episode three all that time ago, how nervous I was because like 
this would be the first time I really talked about the Fox Wife on podcast. It was, you know, really embarrassing and not in a bad way by any means, but I was just like, oh man, you know, this is, this is committing me. Like if this goes viral, everybody will know. And oh, that's so embarrassing. And it's just like, now, bro, if you know me, I talk about that girl so fucking often. Hell, I went to a lunch today, alright? I went to um lunch with my boss and the account and the accounting team. And while we were waiting like 30 minutes for our food, which goddamn that took a fucking long ass time. That's a whole nother podcast in itself. But <laughs> while we were sitting there, everybody was going around the table talking about like travel plans for the year. And they eventually came to me and they're like, so Seth, what are you doing this year? And I'm like, to be honest with you, I'm trying to save for a ring. And everybody's like, oh, you know, doing the awes and everything else. I'm like, yeah, no, I've already decided, you know, what ring I'm looking at. And I am so incredibly happy to know that I, you know, by the end of the year, I will be engaged to my best friend. And that's an honor that I wanted to share with y'all. You know, yes, it's private to a lot of degrees, sure. But for y'all who know me, I genuinely cannot stop gushing about this amazing woman that I've somehow, somehow managed to keep with me for as long as I have. Like, I don't know if y'all know me, but I'm a fucking dumbass. (laughs) Like, I am a goofball. She could easily, easily... You know, (laughs) I ain't going to say she could do better than me because she'd slap the hell out of me for saying it. But genuinely, like, I don't know how I've managed to luck out as much as I have in finding this person, finding my partner. But I'm so happy that I did. And like, you know, I wanted to talk about how things have changed across this past year. Like, you know, back when I recorded that episode, the Fox wife and I weren't even living together yet. You know, I was still calling her... Like, the thing that threw me off about Weebs and Love so much was I was calling her Julia the entire time. Like, there were a couple of instances where I tossed in a nickname, but hey, yo, if current me tried to do that, I... Ooh, ouch, ooh! <laughs> you know? Like, Ju- Juju... I almost did it, oh... <laughs> dodged a bullet but <laughs> like straight out if i accidentally call the fox wife by her name she will either like look at me all concerned like baby is there something wrong like are you okay and then i'll be like no i was just trying to get your attention <laughs> you know or she'll think i'm mad at her i'm like no no i just wanted to know what you wanted for dinner <laughs> but oh man it's like it's like calling your kid by their full name. It's like how they know they're in trouble. Like, if I ever brought out her full name, oh god, I think she'd think I was like about to call the police on her or something. <laughs> but anyway, no, like I remember recording that episode and being nervous. Um because it was the first time I really could be open about it. And I'm incredibly thankful that I'm 
in such a great community that we've built such a great community that you guys have welcomed her into all this as much as you have me. And I really did. I wanted to talk about, you know, those three things that I talked about during that last podcast, which was again, being accepting, being open to change and, you know, know if it's okay to break things off like that last one. Fuck it. I've never been so happy in my life. It's beyond crazy to me, the things that I've learned. So if I could go back in time and change that last one, like, yes, it's important to know that if you're in a toxic relationship and it's not working out for you, break it off. But at the same time, if I could go back and add an amendment to it, I would say if something is not healthy in your relationship, be prepared to let it go. Because you will find that when you are, you know, committed to somebody, the things that you will do for them will surprise you. Like, I will fully admit, I'm a confident guy. I, you know, yes, I'm a goofball, and yes, I'm a fucking idiot, but when it comes to making big decisions, I was always the type to have every answer before going into something, you know, I would, unless it was like an emergency and I had like to make a split second decision, I would always try and use my head instead of my heart, despite the fact that my heart was screaming, like, no, you need to do this. You need to do this. And like, genuinely speaking, I have learned to be okay with uncertainty because of the Fox wife. I've been... I've learned just to, you know, be happy knowing that whatever happens, whatever may come, I have a partner. I'm not alone in this. Like, I really want to stress that the whole, you know, being in a relationship and being open to change. Like, I think what I really mean by that these days is be okay with the change that happens within you. I realized that I, and this is still a problem that I'm working through, but I realized that I have a bit of a control issue. You know, it's not in the sense of, oh, I have to control everything you're doing. You're not going to work here. You're not going to do this. You're not going to do that. No, it's not that. It's, I worry that if I don't know all everything about a situation that could come up, I get a little worried. If I can fix something, I try and fix it. Like, I am a fixer by nature and by nurture because that was the environment I grew up in. I grew up in a very hostile environment. And having somebody that doesn't need me to fix them, like, or doesn't need me to fix all their problems... Like, yes, I fully appreciate every time the Fox wife comes up to me and says, honey, this thing happened, or honey, I want your advice in this, or darling, can I just talk to you about something? I fully appreciate that. But I also realized, too, that there were times where she'd be telling me about stuff from work, and I'd be like, oh, well, what if you try this? What do you try that? And she's like, well, you know, you don't need to fix it. And that's the thing is, like, One of the things that I've really learned about myself is that, yeah, no, I 
have never had such a healthy relationship with somebody. Like, and I will fully admit, back during the day, I used to be scared. I used to be scared to open myself up more and more to her because I didn't want her to see something about me and just run away. And I think that's another thing. If I could go back and amend it into the previous episode, it's, you know, be open to change again. Be open to yourself. Be able to, you know, be the full you that you are because if that person truly cares about you, they're not going to run from you. They're not going to, you know, leave you for dead. They're not going to, like, you know, and that's the thing too is I realized that a lot of this in part, again, was because I never had a healthy relationship like this. I never had a partnership like I have with Juju. I don't have, like, I never had a best friend like this. And I think when you find that person, I think for everybody it's a little terrifying because you start being open to new things and new experiences. Like, I went to a Paramore concert with the Fox Wife. I have never really listened to Paramore. I knew a couple of their songs, sure, but I've never been to a concert like that. And I had such a fucking amazing time. You know? I had never had the opportunity to get, like, super dressed up, which, mind you, I fucked it up a little bit because I bought, like, a fucking sporting outdoorsy vest for it instead of, like, a formal one, which, you know, found out down the line. But, (laughs) you know, I never had an opportunity to dress up and go do something romantic, like, go out to a new, like, a city like you get fuck it. We'll go out to Atlanta and rent a hotel room for the night and you know, go watch a play at the Fox and then come back and get ready for an amazing dinner. Like straight out, you know, I know there's certain things about that anniversary that the Fox wife didn't like. She didn't like the fact that we didn't go up to the sundial, which is like the restaurant that spins up top. But I can say this with a certainty, that was easily, like, despite it not going as planned, was one of the most fun things I have ever done with somebody, and the moments that we shared leading up to all that will live with me for a lifetime. And that's the thing, too, that I really want to emphasize, or empathize, empathize, emphasize, emphasize, that's the word, I can speak, sorry, I'm getting way too lost in my heart right now. But that's something I really want to emphasize is, you know, it's okay that things don't always go as planned. You don't always have to fix it. You don't have to, you know, be the solution to all your partner's problems. Sometimes you got to let them fuck up a little bit and, you know, just be around to poke a little fun here and there. But be there for them if they cry. And then after a while, you know, if if you're the like partnership that like we have we make fun of it down the line you know you laugh about it because you realize that in some regards it was some of your immaturity you know you never been in a situation i'm not talking about like the childish immaturity i'm just talking about being unexperienced and you laugh about it and you realize in those moments how much you've grown and it's like i don't i don't ever really 
sit back to the level I'm doing right now and realize how much I've grown thanks to that fox wife of mine until I can, you know, be in an environment like this where I get to just be open about how much I fucking love this girl. And, like, I'm looking... You guys know I have a smart frame of, you know, filled with photos of the fox wife, the adventures we've been on. And it's like, nobody could have told me back when I recorded Weebs in Love that the adventure I was about to embark on with the fox wife was about to kick off. Because, again, we weren't living together at that point. You know, we moved in together. It was around March. Um, you know, we lived in my old apartment for a couple of months. We, when the lease ran out, we found a new apartment. So uh, doing apartment hunting with a partner, like that was, I'm not going to lie. That was, you know, scary to me because again, I didn't, I didn't have full control in the situation and that was something new to me. And I learned again that like, I didn't have enough answers to fully go off of. I was scared. I'm like, is this the right one? You know, all this fun fucking shit. And she reassured me and we found a place that we are slowly building into our home. You know, yes, does it not have all the furniture we want in it? Sure. But then again, when I look at everything we have and every like where we came from to where we are now, like I'm so incredibly proud of it. Like, fuck, look at the observatorium. You know, the fox wife has her own desk her own computer, which, mind you, I still plan on upgrading that thing. But, you know, she's got plushies. She's got Evolution, She's got Ivy and lights. And she's got one of the cutest fucking Sheba, you know, mats. Like, she's got her own space. I look over at my desk and I have my, you know, RGB lights and everything else. And a big-ass fucking desk. And I realize I wouldn't have been able to do that. Also, that's not even including the fucking star wall that we made together. And she's the one that went and designed my logo and the stars behind me. Like, y'all don't get to see that half the time. But that is easily my fucking favorite thing about being a content creator. Is when it's all said and done and I turn off the lights, I get to look at that. And I realize what I'm doing is in part thanks to her. You know, the lights, the, you know, astronaut that projects the cosmos, the fucking astronaut, all that was thanks to her. And I was able to grow so much. And also, that's not even including, like, you know, the heart mural that we have on top of our bed, like the wall of memories, all of that. We've got ourselves a pretty nice little love nest. We're building, we're trying to build a little book nook now, so we have like a little reading corner. We're, you know, I'm proud to say that for part of her Valentine's Day gift and part of, you know, the month anniversary gifts, I got us matching bookcase, or not bookcases, nightstands. So we can, you know, feel as though we're, you know, like an actual married couple. And it's like, and that's the thing too is I look and I'm wearing her ring and that fills me with so much joy that I can't explain it. You know, there's like no expression that can encapsulate 
that I don't think that's a fucking word, but you know, we're going to run with it cuz there's no word for how much I love her and how happy I'm here to be here with her. And you know, again, I've grown so much because I found a partner that is more than just a partner. She's my best friend. She's my partner in crime. She's my, you know, goddess girl. She's my everything. And when I look down at this ring, it reminds me how far I've come. Because, how far we've come, really. Because at the end of the day, there's no one else I'd rather give my mind, my body, and my soul to. There's no one else I'd rather entrust my heart to. And I'm incredibly thankful that I have a partner like her. And that's why I urge all of you to, you know, explore. Find your person. If you are with someone right now that just isn't feeling right, then it's okay to walk away. But when you find that person like I have, where everything just fits correctly, like, I... Bro, it fucking weirds me out at times that there are times where the fox wife and I will be sitting here having a conversation with each other, and then we will say something, pause, and then both start with the same train of thought, where it's like, we were texting earlier, okay? The fox wife had lost her keys somewhere, thankfully she found them, but... You know, we were texting back and forth. I was telling her, you know, oh, it's okay. You know, I'm glad you found him, so on and so forth. And, like, before I, like, at the same time we texted, you know, but we need to get your sister. (laughs) And we laughed about it. Just like, damn, we really do be sharing that couple's brain cell. But, you know, I, and again, I'm... I'm really sorry I can't do this as like a full-on episode. I only have like another 10 minutes that I can talk with y'all. And I know I've just been gushing this entire time about, you know, the amazing partner that I have. So, you know, let me pivot it a little bit and give y'all some good life advice that she's taught me, you know. And the biggest thing, first and foremost is don't allow toxic masculinity to ruin who you are. I realized that I am very much, I at least I wanted to be the manly man, you know? And I think to some degree I still am, but I was afraid of some of my emotions. I was afraid to cry, I was... Afraid to, you know, admit that I was worried. I was afraid to admit that I was scared. Because I had been taught that no matter what in a relationship, the guy has to protect the girl. And, you know, yes, that is still true to some degree. You know, be chivalrous, but don't allow yourself to be locked up. Don't allow yourself to, you know, deny how you are feeling. And if your partner doesn't allow you to cry around them, if it's uncomfortable for them, if they don't know how... Like, that's the thing. If they don't know how to respond to it, that's one thing. 
you can learn that. But if they completely shut down your, you know, need to express yourself, and they'll be like, oh, that, that's toxic, you know, I wanted a boyfriend, not a, you know, therapy case, then no, don't stick with them. Because you have to be open to you. You have to be open to allowing somebody into you and showing them everything you've got. And mind you, you know, after a year of dating, I'm still working on that. I've gotten a lot better. I've gotten a hell of a lot better. But I realize that it's a product of, you know, an unstable past and I'm working on healing that with somebody that genuinely cares about me. You know, another bit of advice that I'd tell you is there's no reason why every time you go out you can't laugh. You can't share a smile. You can't, you know, bump hips into them while you're walking down the Walmart. You know, just because you're doing mundane things doesn't mean you can't interject a little bit of fun. Like, it is wild to me how much I enjoy just doing any type of shopping. Like, I used to hate clothes shopping. And now I get excited when Juju's like, can we go to Play-Doh's? I'm like, fuck yeah, let's go to Play-Doh's. You know, because I'm slowly starting to get into it. Because I get to see how excited she gets. And, you know, that leads me into my next point is you will know if you are truly in love with somebody when you want to see them succeed. When you are willing to do whatever it takes to be there for them, to help them succeed, you are truly in love. You know, when your happiness becomes their happiness, when you see them open up a present on Christmas, even if it was something crudely wrapped, Seeing their eyes light up. Like, I remember seeing the Fox wife open up, you know, her little customizable speaker. Like, she'd been looking at this thing. It's one of those devooms, I think they are. And it's on every aesthetic, you know, TikTok, YouTube, whatever. And she's been wanting them. And... You know, I did the cute little thing where I wrote little riddles on each of the packages to say what the gift was without saying what the gift was because I figured out I cannot fucking keep a secret. I have done an amazing job about keeping a secret for this Valentine's Day because I went out and I got some small things. Well, they're not really small, but things I would know she or I know she'd like that she'd appreciate it. Um, I'm still planning on a small little surprise for the actual Valentine's Day, but we're doing our, you know, stuff together this whole weekend, and I'm so incredibly excited for that, but she's been wanting one of these little customizable clocks and, or speakers, and, you know, I ordered one for her, and, like, just seeing her eyes light up, seeing her get excited, like, the, when she gets passionate about art or she gets into a design the way the world around her just freezes and I can see the dedication and I can see the passion and I can see everything running through her mind 
I find myself falling more and more in love with that woman. When she's in her zone, when she's, hell, even when she's playing a game, you know, I'll watch her play Fire Emblem. I'll watch her, you know, play Phoenix Wright. And when she's figuring out things and she figures out, you know, the solution to the case or whatever else and her eyes light up, bro. God, if I could just freeze a moment in time and keep it in like a little keychain and carry it around with me, oh my God, that would be the moment. Because seeing her confidence, seeing her radiance, bro, I, poof, there's nothing I wouldn't do to see that. And you know, and this is kind of a not sponsored sponsor bit, but there's this thing called an infinity frame. What it is, it's a photo frame that plays a, you know, X amount of time video without sound, but it's in a photo frame, you know, and it just repeats it and repeats it and repeats it. The Fox wife bought one for me. And when I say I look at this fucking thing every single day for at least four or five times, because that video she took, or rather it was a video I took, but the video she chose has so much meaning behind it, you know, and I'm doing my best not to cry. And I'm also trying to wrap this up because I only have like five minutes, but she got it made. It was a video that we took down in Destin, Florida. Uh, it wasn't long after I'd spread my mom's ashes. It was the day after we were heading back home and I was still distraught. I was still, you know, depressed. I felt a lot better having gotten it done, but I was definitely not okay. And I could see that in my face. But, you know, as I was trying to smile, and I did, I had a pretty good smile. Um, I could see it in my eyes. And she kisses me. And my whole face just lights up. And I kiss her back. And that is, again, another one of my favorite memories. Let your partner be your strength. Let your partner be your best friend. Be honest with your partner if you're not okay. Because I truly do believe our partners are the people that make us the best version of us. You know, when you're dating, when you first start dating... You know, even before that, you build yourself up to try and attract somebody. But I truly believe that when you've been dating somebody, and you're together with somebody, and you're committed with somebody, like I'm lucky enough to be, I truly believe that the person you become with them is the person they build you up to be. Because you are becoming what they see you as. And you become your best version of you. And I cannot be more thankful that my sculptist is such an amazing artist. She can take this old flabby bit of clay 
and make something amazing out of it. And I could not be more proud of the man I'm becoming because I have a woman like her backing me up. So, to the sweetest fox wife, when you hear this, happy Valentine's Day. Happy one year, two month anniversary. Thank you for everything you've done. And next year, I ain't doing this podcast by myself. You are going to be sitting alongside me because, Ayo, I'm going to be close to tears while I'm recording. You got to be here too, boo boo. <laughs> but, alright, guys, I'm sorry. I know I am cutting this incredibly short, but I do have to go. Speaking of the fox wife, I do have to get her. You know, I have to go tell her how much I love her. Because a podcast can only do so much. But I do want to say, guys, thank you so much for being here. You know, um, just one little tidbit, because I have to I have to make this about plume stuff still to some degree. You know, it is a plumes cast, but <laughs> um, I have finally finished setting up, you know, VODs and stuff. I have some artwork that I've got to finish tomorrow, Friday, but basically the way it's going to work is Monday, you're going to have, or Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm live on stream with the occasional Thursday if I'm doing a live plumes cast. Um, and then Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, you are getting, you know, a VOD released onto YouTube. And then on Sunday, you are getting a live episode to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, but you're also getting a episode of the podcast onto YouTube. So when this episode uploads, a episode should drop onto YouTube at the same time. It will be Welcome the Plumes cast. So if you want to go back in time a year, well, 30 episodes, you can listen into that. Obviously, I will... I might, like, I'm still debating whether or not I'll inject something and be like, hey, this was originally recorded on this date. You know, if you want to catch the latest or the most recent episode of Plumes Cast, go to this link. But anyway, we'll figure that out as we get there. But seriously, guys, thank you again so much for all for being here and letting me, you know, go on and on about my amazing partner. I hope next year I can say... Alright guys, let me tell you about being engaged. <laughs> but seriously, guys, thank you. You, Between you and her, I hope that I can keep being a better person. But anyway, that's enough sappy shit for now. I've gone over 30 minutes. That's good enough for an episode. So remember, you can find me in the night skies across different platforms. You've got Phantasma Plumes on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. And you can listen to Plumescast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and now officially YouTube. And you can email the show directly by sending it to plumescast at gmail.com. That email again is plumescast. P-L-U-M-E-S-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Guys, thank you all again so much for listening in. And as always, I'll talk to you again from the stars very soon. Until next time, everyone, have an amazing Valentine's Day. If this one ain't for you, then homie, man, we'll get you one by next year because, man, they're missing out on a great person. 
If you're listening to my stuff, you obviously are amazing. <laughs> but until next time, everybody, bye-bye.